Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand and missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platbomb. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Resort Casino, it is quiet. Riot. Kicking off the Thursday edition of Oilers Now. Brendan Escott with you. We've got today and tomorrow left. What do you want to talk about? Let me know. 6.30, 6.30. we got uh, we got a couple days left to enjoy each other's company. And then the big man comes back from vacation on Monday. Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. We're going oil kings today. Uh, excited to be joined in studio here at 6.30, Chad, by the general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings, one of the uh, puppeteers, if you will, of last year's remarkable run of success. Kurt Hill will uh, be in studio for a full hour today. So excited to hear his thoughts on what was a surprisingly successful year last year, a deep playoff run, and they're losing quite a few of the top scorers on this team. So what does this upcoming season look like? We'll find out right from the man who is calling some of those shots. Again, Kurt Hill coming up at 1235. 1.35 from the Century Mile Racetrack in Casino. Paul Reineveld, he is... Uh, going to tee up the 90th running of the Canadian Derby, which is taking place at the Century Mile Racetrack this Sunday, the 18th. We'll tell you where to get tickets, what to wear, which horses are favored, all that kind of stuff coming up at 1.35. You got a comment? You can call us on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline 780-496-0063. We mentioned Quiet Riot tonight. Sticks is also coming up at the River Cree on August 30th. Get your tickets at rivercreeresort.com and and you can text us at 630-630 on the Heartland Ford text line. Don't buy a new or pre-owned Ford without giving Heartland a chance. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. And here's my question today. We're veering out of the sports field for a little bit because, frankly, there's not a lot going on. But I'm guilty. I'm very guilty of not watching the amount of movies, the amount of TV shows that would have me fit in better with the conversations of some people. So what is one movie or TV series that you are ashamed you haven't seen? 
I've got a few to list off. I tried. I tried with Game of Thrones. It's not for me. I'm ashamed to admit that I haven't seen the Lord of the Rings series. I know. I know. Strike me down. What? What is it? Is it a TV series? Is it a movie? Give me a couple. Text me at 630-630 and let me know. It drives me crazy to be on the other end of a conversation in which I'm being raked over the coals because I haven't seen The Matrix or I haven't seen The Terminators or I haven't seen all the Rocky movies. <laughs> I told you I was bad. Let me know at 630-630 or you can call in on the River Creek Resort Casino hotline. Uh, yesterday, we were pleased to be joined by Oilers legend Glenn Anderson on our Legends of the Game series for our friends at Touchback Safety. We'll get to a couple of highlights of that interview right now as we delve into our Direct Workwear audio vault. Direct Workwear is where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, or online at directworkwear.com. So obviously with each one of these uh, 80s Oilers coming in and, and sharing their stories, we get a little bit of a different twist on the other side of things in terms of the dynasty years. Now, Anderson, one of only seven to win all five cups with the Oilers during that time. And he talked yesterday about the importance of learning how to lose so you can learn how to win. 81, he lost to the Islanders. 82, we lost to the uh, LA Kings, the miracle on Manchester. That was a beauty. Um, <laughs> Then uh, 83, we lost to the Islanders again in the final. So, I mean, it's not just, it's a process of getting there, but it's also, you got to realize the pain and agony that you have to go through to even just get there. And getting there was never satisfying enough for us and our team because we knew we were going to eventually win. Um, We had a great um, all-star team. We had 10 guys that could play uh, in all-star games and probably the best players in the world. So it was just a matter of go- suffering through those losses and learning from them and then adapting them to the following years and become a dynasty. So everybody's heard the story of them walking by the locker room, the Islanders, and, and seeing that they weren't, uh, they were beat up. And that was part of what learned or taught them how to sacrifice and that sort of thing so by by no means am i trying to trying to draw a parallel between the current rendition of the oilers and what happened in the 80s with some of the greatest nhl teams ever assembled but you look at what happened last year and i mean the fact of the matter is the team has taken their lumps so knowing knowing that that's probably not a place they want to return to we'll see what that results in moving forward here for this young core uh anderson was also asked yesterday on our legends of the game series about what it meant to win both for and with the community of edmonton he had some interesting thoughts on that we all had charities and we were all part of uh uh, the community, and that's what um, I think made us, is that we were, I, I mean, Edmontonians thought they were part of our family, and that's what we wanted. We wanted that feeling of jumping out in the community. We wanted to be part of the community, part of the charities, tar- part of the work that goes on, and, and the dedication that it takes to be a champion, and city of champions. Like, we wanted that. We wanted the, the, the fans to be part of it, and they were. They were, like, they treated us so well. We were so proud and, and passionate about it that um, uh, 
we're, still to this day, like I'd, I'd walk around Edmonton and they're just, thank you for the 80s and thank you for the 90s and thank you for the championships. And I can't say enough about how how grateful I am to just hear those words even to the, to this day. And you wonder if that factors into someone like Glenn Anderson continuing his community involvement here in Edmonton. The 31st annual Glenn Anderson Day of Golf taking place today at the Derrick, uh, the Derrick Golf Club. So uh, that meant something to them then, and it certainly still means something to them now. Uh, I also asked Anderson which of his cup wins was the most satisfying of the five that he won with the Oilers. I think we finally learned how to play defense in um, 87, 88. <laughs> Those two cups, would, I would say, would be our best teams um, in our history. Um, we were really kind of behind the eight ball prior to that. Uh, we, we knew we could run and gun with any team and end up on top. Uh, but we really learned how to play uh, defense by the time uh, we were striding for the Cups in 87 and 88, in my opinion. So I think those were the my favorite years and uh, probably the most satisfying because we were a complete team. It's unusual for me to hear them talk about not being a complete team, just given how talented they were. But every roster's got some holes in it, I suppose. And did anybody know how to play real lockdown defense in that era of hockey? A 6-5 score, I don't think, was that uncommon. And it's funny to go back and look at some of the box scores from the, the Glenn Anderson era. And it's, you know, 10-1 even was not not out of the realm of uh, out of possibility a lot of the time. So something you don't see anymore at all, obviously. A few texts coming in here at 6.30, 6.30. We're wondering what TV show you're, or, or movie you're ashamed you haven't seen. Ron in Red Deer says, never saw Game of Thrones nor the Harry Potter series. Not one episode. Texture in Edmonton says The Godfather. Yeah, I'm I'm guilty of that one too. And I get ridiculed right here at the station for not having seen that. Mitch from Caster says, hey, it's a text from the only person that hasn't seen Breaking Bad. Yeah, it's on my list. <laughs> that's one I have seen. And uh, certainly you want to talk about some of the greatest television of all time. That's got to be up there with Game of Thrones and The Sopranos. I've seen one episode of The Sopranos. Keep those coming at 6.30, 6.30 on the Heartland Ford text line. We'll get back to more of that. We'll get to NHL today. When we return, it is Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 6.30, Chad. 12.19 in Edmonton. Reminder, we've got Oil Kings GM Kurt Hill coming up in studio for an hour. That's at 12.35. I'm going to recap last season. We're going to preview this upcoming one. Uh, right now, though, we're going to NHL Today, brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. Get the hottest branded items for summer, like blankets, camping chairs, coolers, outdoor games, and more from Elite Promotional Marketing. A report from Kevin Kurz of The Athletic indicates that Jumbo Joe Thornton will play a 22nd NHL season this year, and it's only a matter of time before he re-signs with San Jose. Now, Steve Simmons reporting earlier uh, last week, I guess, that the Sharks don't want Patrick Marlowe. Now, the relevance of this is that they were both skating together at the Sharks practice facility yesterday. They've got 11 forwards under contract, 4.68 million in cap room to get a couple guys done. So 
Thornton probably not going to make a lot of money, the 40-year-old there. Former NHL goaltender Eddie Lack has joined the coaching staff at Arizona State University. He said in a tweet that his body won't let him play anymore. He's got some hip problems he has throughout the bulk of his career, so he will be the goaltending coach for the Sun Devils hockey program. Another former Canucks goaltender may have to wait a while to be honoured by the team. A spokesperson from the Canucks told the Vancouver Sun they have no plans to honour Roberto Luongo right now. He did mention that Luongo will likely be brought up in future discussions, but as of right now, it is just the Panthers retiring his number one. And finally, the Swedish women's hockey team is boycotting training camp and an upcoming tournament in an effort to get fair compensation. The Swedish Swedish Ice Hockey Federation said that uh, they were surprised by that decision, which included 43 national team players. So... The movement continues in the women's hockey world. You're seeing it in North America. Now you're seeing it overseas. Uh, soccer as well. It's it's the uprising, trying to get that gender wage gap closed. And frankly, there's really no reason for it to be where it's at right now, in my humble opinion. All right, we are, uh, we're on the text line. We're talking about TV shows or movies that you're ashamed that you've never seen before. But before we get into that, uh, keep those coming at 6.30, 6.30. We've got a text here. Asking about Darnell Nurse and his desire to make north of $7 million on his next contract. This is from Dan and LaRange texting in. Um, would you rather trade him for a bona fide top six winger and then try and sign Jake Gardner? Not really. Personally, don't forget you've got Nurse coming off of a career best year. He is a part of this young core. And I, I, I don't know. He's got to establish himself as being worth $7 million. Right now, I don't know that to be the case. I think that number's a little bit too high. Um, doesn't necessarily always matter, of course, when you look at agents trying to get something on par. And if you're going to consider Jacob Truba on par with Darnell Nurse, then maybe he is worth $7 million. But this is going to be a big year for uh, young number 25 in the Oilers' back end. I will say, though, to Dan and LaRange that if a move is going to be made to get another top six winger, you've got to think that they're so deep on defense now that it would come from there. So uh, to me, though, Nurse is probably not the guy, at least right now, to be moved. Simple as that. Kevin at work has texted in at 6.30, 6.30 to say, I'm more ashamed of the movies and TV shows that I have watched and wasted my time on. Well, man, we could go down the list. Netflix is a blessing and it's a curse because you can kill a lot of time when you shouldn't be binge watching. But uh, Roberto from St. Paul is saying that I've not seen The Princess Bride and that freaks out some people. I've also not seen The Princess Bride, but I do know about like the Dread Pirate Roberts, that kind of thing. So uh, yeah, that's another one. There's a lot of like old school movies, right? I'm sure that the older demographic at some point, you're just going to have seen this kind of stuff. Another one here. Um, I love Lord of the Rings and the Matrix and Game of Thrones. I'm ashamed to admit I have never seen the Shawshank Redemption which I think is viewed by some as the best movie ever made. I enjoyed it. I don't know if I would put it in the in the best movie ever made, but it was pretty good. Sometimes there's just like quotable stuff that works its way into pop culture. 
Napoleon Dynamite, I was never really, I saw like maybe 20 minutes of Napoleon Dynamite. I didn't think so. There's some movies that are cult classics or what have you that just don't resonate. So keep them coming. Let me know at 630, 630. This texter saying uh, 7 million for Nurse, maybe five and a half. That right now seems like a pretty logical number for me. But again, this we're we're talking about a contract that's he's got another year to prove what he's going to be worth, right? This is going to be a big season for him, uh, and and what could be a different role on this back end? The utilization of these players could be quite different from what we've seen in the past. Dave Tippett has had some time to evaluate the roster. You know he's going to have, have reviewed a ton of film on on the strengths and weaknesses in his opinion. It's going to be different from what Todd McClellan saw. It's going to be different from what Ken Hitchcock saw. Ken Hitchcock talked about the sweet spot of minutes for Nurse. Well, perhaps perhaps Tippett feels differently about that, and there's going to be a different deployment. Can he be a power play guy? I think that's really going to factor in to how much he's going to be worth at the end of the day. Can he... Can he be a first unit guy? Can he be a second unit guy and quarterback that power play? He's got a lot of work to do before he's worth $7 million. I understand that young players are getting uh, pretty handsome amounts of money. But there's still something to be said for going out and earning that. This texter says, I like listening to sports, not movies. Get on with Oilers and hockey. Hey, hey, if you've got an Oilers storyline you want me to touch on, text me at 630-630. It's August 15th, man. It's August 15th. I wish there was more Oilers stuff to talk about. Simply put, nothing's really happened. Texture out of Slave Lake says Blues Brothers, Holy Grail, and Blazing Saddles are all classics that must be watched. Well, there you go. Another texture here on the topic of Darnell Nurse and his contract. How about $5 million a year for eight years? I don't, personally, I don't see him signing that long of a deal. The trend, as Mark Spector mentioned on an earlier uh, edition of Oilers Now this week, the trend is shorter contracts. They're looking for two paydays before they're 30, and Nurse just came off the bridge deal. So I, I just I think eight years is an awful long time, and especially at $5 million. I'm thinking if he wants that kind of term on his contract, it's going to be for a lot more money than $5 mil. Steve has said Coronation Street. That's something that he's... Uh, He's ashamed not to have seen. And one last text here. What have you seen, says a texter here in Edmonton. Uh, Not enough to answer that question, but I spend a lot of time watching sports, as I'm sure you do as well. All right, coming up again at 1235 here, we've got Kurt Hill, general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings. They went from last to division winners, 92-point season, won the Central Division over the likes of Red Deer. They had uh, a bit of a goaltending carousel at times last year. We'll see if that gets shored up. And how do you fill the shoes of Trey Fix-Wolanski, who in all likelihood is going to be playing on the AHL affiliate of the Columbus Blue Jackets after his 102-point season? Who's there to fill that void? Is it somebody like Jake Neighbors at such a young age? Could it be Dylan Gunther quite yet? We'll find out from Kurt Hill. And then a preview of the Canadian Derby. The first time ever, it's making an appearance at the Century Mile Racetrack and Casino with Paul Reineveld. That's coming up at 1.35. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.